Welcome to the Highland Herald, a Final Fantasy podcast where we, two Final Fantasy obsessed brothers, discuss everything from Azura to Zell and all things in between. We are your hosts, Wolfkins and Soloist, the Brothers of Light. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 11 of Highwind Herald. 11. Can you believe it? That's one of the best Final Fantasies, by the way. Anyway, I am one of your co-hosts, Wolfkins, and as always, I have my brother here with us, Soloist. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you doing? I am doing pretty good. Had a wonderful holiday, um, as you know. Absolutely. uh, Me too. (laughs) We did... We did manage to see each other a little bit over the holidays and, you know, stay safe. But that, that was it was nice to actually be there able to see just a little worn. bit. There were masks and distancing and all that. But uh, it was nice just to, just to see you for once and not just hear your voice. So anyway, before we get too much into that, I have to uh, make you sad with the trivia question really quick. So are you ready for this one? Yeah, I mean, I don't feel like I'm ever ready, but I will. I'll go with it. It's it's a low ball, but it is Final Fantasy fourteen. so let's see. Okay. What is the name of the annual celebration that starts on New Year's Eve in the land of Eorzea? Does it have something to do with Lunar? It does not. I have no idea. I don't even keep up with the holiday events in WoW. <laughs> so I mean I'm not uh, I'm not a holiday event guy when it comes to I, I'm not even gonna guess. I have no clue what is it. Alright, well what about the Christmas one? Can you get that one? I feel like I could if I thought long enough on it. Well the New Year's one is Heaven's Turn. Yeah, I don't, so never would have gotten it. Well what that. about Christmas? <laughs> you think you can get that one? No, probably not. Ah man, that would be the Starlight celebration. Come on. No, I I I had no that that was a no. I'm not the demographic for that. Well, it no also means clue. you don't listen to me because I think I've reminded people about the Starlight Celebration for the past two or three episodes. <laughs> so. Well, uh, mentioning it once in a podcast episode before you get me talking about Sephiroth and Smash isn't fair to true, expect me to true. remember that. <laughs> I feel like you just sit there when I'm talking, just waiting until you can start talking about Sephiroth or something again. Which, by the way, we're talking about again. To- no, we're not. We are talking about today. So, you know, this this episode is going to be... Not all over the place, but what we're doing is just kind of taking a look back across this year. As I was kind of going back over 2020, Final Fantasy's had a pretty good year, despite 2020 itself being a pretty bad year. So, but you know, we'll we'll cover all that uh, in just a second. But I do want to talk to you, as always. How's your week been? And actually, it's been two weeks since we've had an episode, and more, I guess, on point. How was your How was your Christmas? Um, well, Christmas was really good, as you know. I got a lot of stuff for Christmas. Final Fantasy-related stuff. The only thing I really got was the thing from you two. Um, and excuse if the audio is weird, because I'm turning around to look. I have everything set up behind me. Um, I, I got, of course, as you know, and I can tell everybody out here, um, um, Wolfkins and his wife got me uh, a custom-made, uh, how would you say it, like, print? Would you say, or I know well, it's a different. What what word would you use for that? That's that's a good question. I know. First of all, we we actually made that. My wife yeah. has one of those cricket machines, and she she was putting that together. It's kind of like a I don't know. Plaque's the wrong word. You know what? If you we can put up 
picture of it up on our Instagram and our Twitter if you're interested in seeing it. Yeah. But it, it's it's like it was made out of um, like this this thin wood that basically says soloist that we kind of decorated with all of his favorite stuff. So so yeah, you have you have like the S is decorated after Sonic, the O is decorated after anime. The L is decorated after Final Fantasy. O, the other O is Mario. The I, it looks like it's a bunch of things. I see Warcraft and Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I just realized how funny those two things are next to each other. And then the other, the last S is Persona Five. So it's, it knocks off everything on my list of things that I love. So that's the closest thing to Final Fantasy I got. But you yeah. know, I do have interest. I do have interests outside of Final Fantasy, and those are the interests that. I'm kind of honed in on more right now, so I got a lot of One Piece stuff for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> a whole yeah, lot. <laughs> and I love every bit of it. But um, other than that, and Christmas and everything, how was your Christmas with Final Fantasy? I know I didn't get you any Final Fantasy things, because I, too, wanted to hone in on your other interests. You know, my holiday was actually pretty good. I didn't get too much Final Fantasy stuff, despite both of us putting together that list of things that we kind of wanted. But my wife did make me... Are you getting the, the kind of the theme here, how handy and crafty my wife is? <laughs> but she did make me a uh, Final Fantasy-themed calendar for 2021. I, I really wanted one and couldn't find one, so she put one together for me, so with pictures from my favorite Final Fantasy, so... Very excited about that. Really, really looking forward to January 1st, just to where I can put that up. And you truly cannot forget to mention that she also bought you a Nintendo Switch, which has tons of Final Fantasy games on it. (laughs) I I actually was just getting ready to mention that. So (laughs) my wife, you know, once the pandemic kind of started, we decided we were going to get a Switch. So I bought my wife a Switch Lite. It was kind of the only thing that we could find at the time. And I think she got sick of me taking hers, so for Christmas she got me a, a Switch. So now I I have joined her in the Animal Crossing phase uh, of my and life. <laughs> so. you, two have, you two have kind of sucked me back into it. I've been thinking about it since we played. I know. It's, oh, by the way, I no longer up. live like a hobo. I My I, my house looks nice. <laughs> I don't I believe it. Pro- I have a museum now. <laughs> I'll believe it I, when I see it. <laughs> I've almost put it together to where I have a uh, the, the shop. So maybe this weekend or something, we're going to have to get on each other's <laughs> islands again because I'm not in tent land anymore. That's so funny. Well, but yeah, the- I... I actually might be picking up one of the Final Fantasy games for that in the future. I mean, if I ever get the itch to play through 8 again, I'll probably play it on Switch since I already have the Platinum on PlayStation, but we'll see. That's the thing is like especially for people like you who love trophies. I mean, oh, the I Switch does trophies. not have the Switch doesn't have a trophy or achievement system like that, which is honestly surprising to me at this point, but cuz it's the only Same. platform you can play games on nowadays that doesn't have it, but it, I mean, it is what it is, but you know, yeah. if you're a trophy guy, you kind of have to sacrifice. You know, you can play it on your PS4 and get the trophies, or you can have the convenience of being able to take it wherever you go. And yeah, I mean, that's at the, the house, trade-off. I just I stream to my Vita, so I don't feel tied here at the house. But I can't I can't take it on the road. That's that's true. Yeah. But for games that I already have platinumed, so Final Fantasy seven, VII, eight, VII, or nine, if I want to play those again, I'll probably pick them up on Switch just for the convenience. Because there's no reason to. I mean, I already have the trophy, so it's not like playing it again on the other platforms is going to do anything for me anyway. 
Absolutely. And could you imagine how great it would be if one day 14 came out on Switch? I actually was just thinking that when I was I was lying in bed the other day playing Pokemon, and I was like, man, if I could be playing 14 right now, this would be awesome. That would truly be the most convenient thing in the world. Yeah. Handheld, uh, handheld MMO. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Well, speaking of handheld MMO, there are rumors that the Final Fantasy XI phone reboot has been canceled, and that makes me very sad. Yeah, I've heard that for a while now, actually. Well, the, it's just rumors. I haven't really heard anything official on it in forever, so who knows what's going on with that, but that was a little bit of a of a weird segue, but, but still. Oh, one more thing about Christmas. This wasn't actually a Christmas present, but I did buy it for myself. I am. This is our first episode with my new microphone, so hopefully I sound a little bit better. If you couldn't tell the difference, it might have been a waste of money, but we'll see. It's it's. I'm enjoying it so far. I was just using the headset before, so hopefully this will be make it a little bit easier to edit and just make me sound a little bit better. I can definitely tell from this end, so I think it's going to be good. I think it's awesome. going to end up really good. Awesome. So, okay, well, that's that kind of wraps up our holiday and our, our little week, so... Well, hold on. I didn't I didn't finish what I've been going on in my week. Well, I don't think either of us said what we're doing this week, what we've done well, this week. that's true. <laughs> it was kind of just holiday stuff. I, okay, I've been playing Animal Crossing and Pokemon. That's been my week. I have officially... Set myself down and told myself, all right, listen here. You've been Let's Playing Final Fantasy III for too long. You need to finish it. So I've been on the grind hard for getting the series done. And it'll be done recording-wise. I don't know if it'll be all uploaded by the time we record next week. So Wow, nice, nice. Yeah. How long does it usually take you from recording to put, put the episode out? Um, not too long. Um, To be honest... I could edit a bit more because what I do right now is just put the commentary on the gameplay and then cut out battles and cut out any unneeded stuff I need. Mm, And then I add transitions between those cuts and then I throw it to YouTube. But I next the next one's going to be a lot more heavily edited and it'll take me a lot longer. So yeah, Yeah. daily Monday through Friday uploads at 10 a.m. Go find them. Because we're almost done, Final Fantasy three. It's been a nice. It's been an interesting grind. I've definitely my opinion of this game has definitely changed from, <laughs> when from I from better before or I worse. started LPing for worse. <laughs> Not oh. too much worse though. I still think it's a good game, but it has changed. I have opened my eyes because it's been a few years since I've played it. I have opened my mm-hmm. eyes to a few of the blemishes it has. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Well, I think that anytime you go through and try to turn over every stone, yeah. I mean, anytime I do that with a game, it always burns me out a little bit faster than if I were to just well, play it. You know what I mean? Yeah, the that process isn't even a thing I have complained about. It. It's just something I guess I overlooked in the past. But I'll mm-hmm. go into more detail on that in a video later on, and maybe I'll bring it up later. But we have a lot of other stuff to talk about, because that is a game from 1991. We're talking about yeah. 2020 today. We're talking about 2020, <laughs> and actually 2020's had... Kind of a lot of stuff. You know, when I was just thinking about it, I was like, well, I don't know exactly what happened. It's been a pretty good year, though. But there there has been a lot of stuff that really happened in Final Fantasy this year. Now, what I've done is kind of gone through, starting at the beginning of the year in January, and just uh, made a list of some of the highlights of this past year. Um, now, this isn't going to be ex- extensive. Like, this isn't going to cover every single thing, especially in the mobile space, because that's something that I've not really been as connected in. Um, I do plan to, to pay a little more attention to that in 2021 and going forward. But So what I've kind of focused on is what I thought were some of the big highlights of this year. Um, and then what I figured is we'd just kind of go through 
list them off, kind of talk about them, what we thought about them and stuff like that. And, you know, we'll probably end up talking about Sephiroth and Smash Brothers a little bit more. Uh, And then what I want to do is just kind of look forward uh, and what we're expecting and anticipating from 2021 and what we're excited about. So if you're okay with that, I think we should just jump right in. What do you think? Let's do it. All right. So, you know, I was looking and at the very, very beginning of the year, it looked like January was was a little bare. So the first thing I have is February 18th, 2020. This was the first Final Fantasy 14 patch of the year. So this is when they released patch 5.2. I think you were actually still playing pretty heavily back in February, right? So this was the Echoes of a Fallen Star patch. Do you remember this I don't one? think I, had I hit Shadowbringers by then? I don't know. So I think that you and I were in the same boat in that we came in a little bit later and we're kind of playing catch up. I know mm-hmm. that I didn't fully hit Shadowbringers until closer to the summer. So I don't think that you and I were max level when this hit. I, I do, do think you played I blasted through. Yeah, you did. You went through this like crazy. Yeah. I do believe that you have played this patch, though. I mean, you should have at least played up through that. This was the oh, one absolutely. that had... By this point, I would have, okay. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, this one, I believe, is is one of the ones that kicked off, um, started kicking off some of the Raid series. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so this is the one that brought us the second Eden tier, so Eden's Verse. So Eden's Gate had come out previously. We kind of missed that one. So I think I must have must have not been the summer. I must have hit Shadowbringers right around this because I was able to do quite a bit of Eden's verse rating. So I I must have hit it in more of the late February, early March time frame, right around, you know, I hit Shadowbringers right around the time coronavirus hit the world. So that that's when that one came out. So this one was a kind of a, a special mark for me because it wasn't just the first patch of 2020. It was kind of the first patch that I got to actually participate in as a Final Fantasy XIV in-game player. Because, I mean, you and I both, we, we kind of re- you know started really into this in, what, 2019? Like, we'd played on and off before, but... Yeah, I would say that's about th- when it happened. I remember I got really into it, and I got into... Sh- uh, Stormblood and was like you know Soloist you really need to try this game out and you're like alright fine and then I remember like a week later you had blown past me like you were playing like what 13 hours a day or okay it wasn't that quick I managed <laughs> you, oh, to get through <laughs> I managed to get through Stormblood in a week didn't you go through Heaven's Word in like 48 hours or something no, no, no. I thought no, you went no, through no, that no. one really quick. Was it Stormblood no. you went through really quick? Stormblood I went through a lot quicker, and it wasn't because I okay. enjoyed it more. I, I don't know why. I think I just got into a routine of playing that game all day. Yeah, so, well, because yeah. Stormblood is is longer, so it was surprising how fast you caught me and passed me on that. I do remember I was I was in the middle of Stormblood when you passed me, and I'm like, what is going on? But never fear, I have well since passed you a hundred times over <laughs> since then. No, I wouldn't say a hundred times over. You're one. You're two patches ahead of me. I think. Right? Yeah, but I'm also yeah. a lot of gear ahead of you. <laughs> so. Well, an item turns of item level. You'll always be ahead of me. I don't well, think I'm, I'm content. Ever go. I mean, you still have the old Crystal Tower raid series to do, mm. and uh, yeah, there's quite a bit of content. You should, man. You should get uh, back in there. I will I run those dungeons with you. I don't know if I'll ever be into high end like rating and item level grinding in that game but i i mean i do i'm very invested in the story so i will like always 
be here for patch content, even despite the fact that I'm too behind right now. It just they came out at a bad time for me. True, so, true. I mean, uh, you you do need is. to do that raid series to continue with the the story content, though. So don't forget about that. Oh, They're I easy, won't. But you I need absolutely to. You need to I've already done half of them. Oh, have you? Okay, I didn't realize that you'd done any of the Crystal yeah. Tower series before. I did. I think I did two of them. Oh, you've only got one more. You've got man, you've got nothing. Nothing standing in your way. Yeah, I streamed it <laughs> a couple months back. Did you? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I must have missed that. Man, what's wrong with me? Yeah, I know, man. Sorry. What the heck? <laughs> sorry, sorry. All right, so moving on. The next one, um, this one actually I did not get to participate in, sadly, because we've talked about it before, but March 27th, next highlight I have, the Final Fantasy trading card game Opus 11 releases. So, you know, the trading card game actually had two major releases this year. I didn't realize that they had done that. But in March, they did have their Opus 11. This one kind of features Tifa as their, their like, main art character. Um, so, yeah, they, they this was like, you know how Magic or those other games have these, like, big releases, these big set releases? So that's what this was. Um, it was the first one of 2020. This is also when the two-player starter set for Cloud versus Sephiroth came out. And man, I forgot I was going to ask for that for Christmas, and I didn't. So that sucks. <laughs> but, oh well. But yeah, this one had uh, 54 common, 36 rare, 26 hero, 14 legend, and 160 premium cards. And you know, just looking through this, just looking to get the information, made me want to dive back into this game so bad. We've got to play this card game. It is a good card game. I do remember liking it. It's just the only issue is you're the only person that plays with me. And I know. Well, I yeah, I live like three hours away. Yeah. What are we gonna? We need to somehow figure out how to get people into this game. I don't know what it's gonna take. You know, maybe when this is all over, I need to just go to the game store and host like a teach people to play event yeah. or something. Maybe I'll ask if they'll care if I do that. If they had like a um, gosh, if they had like a Magic Arena like game for it, where, oh, you know, that would online, be awesome! Oh God, dude, I would stream that like every day. Like that, that would be my main stream game because I love TGC games a lot. Yeah, me too. The only thing I hate about them is the actual art of collecting them because, well, the idea of having a bunch of cards is an awesome idea, but the idea of paying for them is not a very fun idea. It's not so, so much the paying that bothers me; is it's it's the organization of building a deck. And when you have it in a digital form, something like Hearthstone or, like you said, Magic Arena, once you have a couple copies of the card, you can just use them in multiple decks easy. But, like, if I need to take a, a card from this deck to the next one, I have to physically move it and keep track of where it is, and it's just it's hard without having to buy, like, 16 copies of the same card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I used to really love Hearthstone for that, but... Yeah, I feel like Final Fantasy would obviously be my favorite trading card game if I could get into it. But I I like how it plays for sure. Hearthstone has yeah. some issues I don't like. I do like Magic Arena. Like I do like playing that, but if they had a I've never if played they had a it. Final Fantasy trading card game online. I mean, if it's Magic, if you've played yeah. Magic, you know how to play it, but Arena does a really nice job, I think, of just managing the the turns and all that stuff and the animations are fun it's it's and and they make it to where you can play decently without having to spend a lot of money oh absolutely so, i mean 
you know, you won't ever be super competitive, but you can win some games with just unlocking the basic decks that they give you in there. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think uh, Final Fantasy, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. I would play that would be such a good idea. That. I am really glad that I had a good year, though, because it was kind of a more random card game. Not a lot of people had heard of for a while, but it having a good year and, you know, I'm seeing like Instagram accounts dedicated to it. I'm I'm glad. I'm glad to see it's doing. Yeah, good. me too. I'd like to see a little bit more. You know what? And it might have huge traction in other places. You know, it, it might just be where we live because I've noticed that where I live, and especially where you live too, because I used to live there. I feel like if it's not magic or something super mainstream, it just doesn't really break out. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, even here, I was I was really into Dice Masters, if anybody's ever heard of that. But our group was like four people in the and entire I city. I forgot about Dice Masters. Well, yeah, I love that game, but there was four people in the entire city. And then when, when the coronavirus hit and we moved around the same time, and it was just like, I haven't played it in forever, and I kind of miss it. But literally, my new place, the, the game store has never heard of it. They carry no product, and it's like, well, whatever, I guess. Man, that's that's so lame. Is this still getting updated? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've kind of made things a little weird. They've they've done different experimental release types, but they're still releasing stuff. But they always get struck with with horrible delays, even before COVID. Things getting pushed back and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, that's sad. It's hard. It's hard to throw your head into those. Uh, yeah, it is. I mean, that's the worst part. Is you? Yeah. I, I put a lot of money into this, and I have dice everywhere, and now I can't really play it. Well, it, with the whole TGC. I'm sorry to talk about TGC so much, but well, like we're talking for the about Final the Final Fantasy, Fantasy TGC. That's, <laughs> that's true. Um, it's just hard to throw your hat into an arena that's had like competitors for so long. So like for years. I mean, when you think TGC, you think of Magic and Pokemon. And it feels like it's or almost... Or Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, yeah. Or Yu-Gi-Oh. Or Duel Masters. Okay, not Duel Masters. But um, <laughs> <laughs> you think throwing your hat in. You know, Warcraft tried it a few years ago, and it, it flopped. And when they went to an all-digital format, it worked because it was different, you know. Yeah. But it's almost... it. It's kind of like the MOBA thing. You know, I love HOTS, and it failed because it tried to throw it into, into their same arena League was in years after League had already dominated it. And I, I, yeah, I was afraid yeah, yeah. that would happen with the TGC game for Final Fantasy. And I'm going to hold hope out because, you know, they threw their head in so late. But is it ever truly... Like, with a MOBA, that's a type of game. So that it's understandable that that phase and fad would kind of start dying out eventually, but is the concept of like a TGC something that'll die out since it's not technically like a genre of video games? It's kind of its own thing. So yeah. does that die out, or is it, would you think of it as like a type of tabletop that'll eventually phase out for something new? Maybe D and D, which it seems like it's already being phased out for because D and D had a big insurgence. That's a good question. I'm not sure. I think one thing that the trading card games kind of have going for it is just the collectible aspect. I, you know, mm-hmm. I rem- I knew people in grade school that collected Pokemon cards. I had no idea how to play that game. So I think that's a very unique spot that the trading card games kind of exist in. And the Final Fantasy one, too. There are some of these cards that are just gorgeous that I would like to own even though I couldn't play. So I think that the collector aspect of it helps these things have a little more longevity, even if the game itself hasn't really caught on. Okay, But I I don't think, I I would view it more as kind of like a genre, to be honest. Uh, And because all of the, all of the trading card games have their own different rules and they play so different from one another, because Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of the MOBAs play kind of similar. 
But the trading card games, I think I view it more as just an extension of the board game tabletop space. Personally, okay. I mean that just that's just kind of how I always viewed it. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Well, I hope the best for the Final Fantasy TGC. And if it takes off one day and gets its own video game version, then yeah, hey, awesome. I'll be at the forefront streaming it, and hopefully that'll be what takes off. <laughs> Put it on the Switch. Put it on the Switch. I'll play that every day of my life. Absolutely. All right, so let's move on just a little bit uh, down the road to April 7th. So not quite the big date in April, but April 7th, Final Fantasy XIV released their intermediate patch 5.25. So this is the one where we finally started to do the Save the Queen, the Blades of Gun... Man, I can never say this. Gunhilder? <laughs> Gunhilder? I don't know. Gunhilder? Uh, Gunhilder. Hmm. But that's that's the basically the um, the relic weapons. So, I mean, have you seen my cool uh, my cool rapier that I have on, on my character now? Because Red yeah. Mage, of course. Never leave the house without it. I never leave the house without my rapier. That was, uh, this was the start of that. So I was definitely max level by this point because I was able to dive into these. So I started, um, but I do remember these were also gated behind the um, Ivalice raids. So I had to redo those. I didn't, a lot of people really like those. I was a little hit and miss on some of them, but um, this was a pretty good patch. But the problem with this patch was that it came out on April 7th. Because on April 10th, Final Fantasy VII Remake came out. <laughs> Finally. Uh-oh. So, so yeah, Final that's, Fantasy... That's bad timing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy XIV took just a little bit of a backseat there for me for a while because when, when Final Fantasy VII... Oh, man. I mean, I had been waiting on Final Fantasy VII Remake for, what, 462 years? It seems like it seems like everybody has been waiting on it since probably about 1998, a year after Final Fantasy VII came out. I'll tell like, you when people okay, really started need... waiting on it. Oh, I think I know what you're going to say. When, for whatever reason, they decided to redo the Final Fantasy VII intro yep. for the PS, what, 3 launch? It was a PS3 tech demo, yeah. Yeah. Ever since they did that, people have wanted this game. What were they thinking? I mean, what were you know, they thinking? <laughs> from a, you could think maybe they were testing the water to see how people would react to that. Maybe because there's no way you can look at that and say, "Oh, a Final Fantasy VII remake's happening," and it says tech demo, and it says, "Yeah, but there's still a remake happening," and obviously there was just a lot later. But you know, yeah. I mean, maybe they were testing the waters because. If they weren't planning on doing a remake at that point, why would they do that? If they did that for a game like 9, I mean, I would love that, but like the majority of Final Fantasy fans wanted a 7 remake over anything. Yeah. And it's like it's like finally, okay, it would be similar to like for the next Nintendo console, them showing a Geno for Smash trailer and saying technical demo for that Get would be the same the thing Gino as that. Train. Like, <laughs> yeah, like why? What the heck? <laughs> It'd be yeah. very similar to that. But anyway, but, I mean, how many yeah, years ago was yeah, that? That was, that was stupid. Forever ago, and it finally came out on April tenth. And I have got to tell you, I know that you and I have slightly different opinions on this game, but I I think this game should have taken Game of the Year. I. I and again, do too. I was waiting for it for so long, so I I am definitely biased here. But I had not had as much fun with a any single video game 
outside, you know, outside of the MMOs or something. Any just game that I bought and played through for the story mode, I have not had more fun with any game in the past five, six years as I had with Final Fantasy VII Remake. I loved nearly every second of this game. It wasn't my personal game of the year, but I think it 100% deserved to be because it absolutely... It's one of those games that, you know, they, it took forever to come out. And when a game takes that long to come out, you almost think it's going to be bad. Two other examples. Kingdom Hearts 3. Hey, Kingdom stop Heart- it with Kingdom Hearts 3. Kingdom Hearts 3 was fine. Kingdom I Hearts, loved Kingdom Hearts 3. I'm talking about the general outlook of what people view on Kingdom Hearts 3. Here's the thing. and Slight tangent. The reason people don't like Kingdom Hearts 3 is because they had built up so much stuff they wanted for Kingdom Hearts 3, it could have never delivered. Okay, uh, I could counter argue that, but we're not. It, it couldn't about have not Hearts not 3. in the, the time frame. They, they could, could never have, have done a everything. lot of things way better with Kingdom Hearts three. It was it was okay. I will agree when a game takes that, and that's my point. When a game takes that long to come out, it is impossible to live up to the expectations. Which is right. why I think Seven Remake actually did live up to those expectations. But a game like Kingdom Hearts yeah. three fell so far from the expectations. You you expect it not to. But it didn't even come close to my expectations. Ah, Kingdom Hearts personally. three exceeded my expectations, so the, we're, we're gonna have like, to. You know what? <laughs> it didn't. This is okay. gonna be a big top. We should maybe have a Kingdom Hearts three. I mean, it's it's. I mean, I tangent. don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to argue about it because I do enjoy it. But I. Yeah, I mean, it it hit all have my a lot of problems. But your point yeah, though is is taken. I see what you're saying. And then I, there's I, games I, like Cyberpunk that like. No. I'm sure the game hits expectations decently. If you were able to play it, <laughs> but, well, yeah, but that's another a lot issue. Of, yeah, a lot of people seem to not be able to play it because the game's a mess. But you know, Seven Remake actually came through, and even though you know they announced they weren't remaking the whole game, and a lot of people were very upset by that. And I was, you know, do you really expect them to remake that whole entire game? Well, they, because they like, are in the, just in, in yeah, parts. not in one game though. Because back in the day, oh, yeah. like. It was totally acceptable to have a big, empty, open world that you just walk in a grass plain to the next town. With nothing in, never, with nothing there, yeah, yeah. That would never fly today. And are you telling me that you really want to just go from leave the town, have a load screen, end up in another town? No. I want to have Cloud on a motorcycle going through a giant, vast open world. And yeah. I understand completely that you can't do that in one game because that would be a very... Very big game. Well, so, and they filled the Midgar section with enough story to warrant its own game. Absolutely. I mean, this this game wasn't... It, it didn't feel like I was ever kind of spinning my wheels. Everything, it fit in the Midgar section. And honestly, it, it makes Midgar feel more alive and kind of part of the story. Because in, in my opinion, the original Final Fantasy VII, Midgar... Almost like an after... Like, once you get out of, once you get out of Midgar, I don't really think about it that much anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, Until it I mean, almost gets I don't, destroyed. I don't mind that because when you get out of Midgar is when I truly start loving Final Fantasy VII. True, true. I mean, uh, I think the yeah. game picks up outside of Midgar for sure. But this made Midgar interesting. Midgar for me in the original seven is just something I kind of got to get through. Absolutely. Honestly. Absolutely. Um, I thought they did it fine. You know, I'll finish Seven Remake one day. I don't think, you know, I do have my issues with the combat, but I, it's not a bad enough issue for me to want to stop playing. The reason oh, I stopped playing man, I is because... The, the reason I stopped playing is... I mean, I just... I don't know. I just was, I guess, getting restless of sitting in my recliner playing games. Because yeah. I had just got done playing Persona 5 Royal two times in a row. 
and I wanted to, I guess, smell the roses or something. I was a little sick of playing video <laughs> games. <laughs> I think yeah, I started yeah. watching One Piece shortly after that, too, and every game I was playing had no chance against that. So it's not Seven's fault. It's my fault, and I'll go back and finish it. And I, I kind of want to restart it. I know I said I didn't want to do that, but... Part of me wants to restart it and stream it because there is an event coming up on my Twitch channel in February that I will talk about a little closer to February. Oh, but you know what? You know we've talked about that offline, and I think that's a great idea. Yeah, so I might start that game over and stream it, and yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Because we we got to do an episode where we talk about it because I know that especially the ending was a little divisive for people. So I'd, I'd be interested, you know, and I've noticed that we don't really agree on a lot of stuff. So it'd be interesting to me <laughs> to see how you feel about the ending. Without, I'll tell you, I'll probably be very confused by it. <sighs> and I'll probably yeah, have to I have think you will be too, actually. <laughs> Knowing, yeah, I think you will be too. I'll probably but be yeah. very confused. But yeah, Final Fantasy VII Remake finally coming out April 10th. And you know, d- d- despite what your opinion on it, that's quite possibly the biggest thing not only final fantasy has done this year but in the past decade that is probably the biggest final fantasy thing that has happened you know i monumental maybe even i'm not gonna say ever but it may even be the biggest other than the release of final fantasy 7 that might be the biggest thing that's ever happened for final fantasy the only the only counter argument i would say is possibly the release of Final Fantasy fourteen, just because of how much of a like juggernaut that has become in the MMO space. I but wouldn't say as... I wouldn't say the launch of fourteen. I would say okay. the growth of fourteen. The... Maybe okay. Let's definitely True. specify that. <laughs> maybe the launch of a Realm Reborn. There how you about go. That? <laughs> I'll I'll accept that. But yeah, no, I I you definitely have a point there. Of of all the things they've done, I think this has been a gigantic achievement and it didn't win game of the year but just seeing it be nominated for all of this stuff and win two things it it kind of shows that their work paid off for sure oh dude absolutely so i'm so proud of the game i really am yeah yeah i mean (sighs) the voice acting everything in it was was great too so and it's really got me stoked for the part two part two for sure which Mm -hmm. i hope comes out before i die oh i'm sure (laughs) it won't uh, so I, I had a little bit of a lull here in the summer. I didn't really find anything that was like, I felt the need to really add to this. Like I said, there's, there's probably things and little things on the mobile that could have happened. The next thing I have on my list was, uh, August 11th. Uh, this was Final Fantasy 14 patch 5.3. So like I said, Final Fantasy 14 kept releasing patches all throughout this. There was a little bit of a delay because of coronavirus with getting 5.3.5 and 5.4 out, but they did manage to get three major patches and two mid-cycle patches out this year. So I think they're doing pretty good, honestly. Um, So 5.3, this was the one that kind of continued the uh, Alliance Raid series. So this is the one where you could do the second, is it near? I'm not really familiar with the the crossover it's doing, but uh, I believe it's near, right? Yeah, it is. Okay. So uh, that that was that was the main thing that I got out of this patch. It was a good one too. I mean, at this point, I was fully, fully doing in-game content, so I was uh, keeping up with it as best as I could because it was the first time that I'd really been able to. 
So, oh, oh, sorry. This was also the patch where you could finally fly in the Realm Reborn areas. Oh, I can attest for yeah. that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was actually the biggest thing I think that came out of this patch. Yes, and and the fact that they kind of just unlocked it. They didn't make you do any of the, the Aether points or anything like that. You just had it if you could fly. So, yeah, oh, I was That's so happy. That's how it should be. It makes leveling alts. So or alt jobs, I guess, so much easier. It makes just getting around those old areas so much easier. 5-3, actually, you know what? I'm nominating 5-3 for the best thing to happen to 14 <laughs> in 2020. Oh, just due to the flying alone, I'll agree Yeah, with just that. due to the flying alone. Of, the yeah. flying alone, I'll absolutely agree with that. That was, I logged in, and I started flying in uh, Mordona, and I... Yeah, same. So that was the first place I flew to. I flew to. around... And I was just doing it. I stopped. I was streaming. I was like, wait a minute. Can I always fly here? I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> so and here's that one was, thing that awesome. that I've always appreciated about 14 is they gave you flying mounts and they came up with a system of making it make sense how you get those flying mounts. And then they, they stopped whining about it. You know what I mean? And yes, this is definitely a shot at WoW. Because what I feel like the people over at Blizzard have done is they they gave you flying mounts and then have been spending the last 10 years trying to, you know, put the worms back in the can. Do you know what I mean? They keep coming up with these loopholes to make it harder to get flying. And 14's just like, nah, here you go. You've seen the story. Here's the flying mount. And I appreciate that so much. That is definite valid criticism because that is my least favorite thing about WoW. Yeah, and I keep seeing... stupid. I keep seeing the, well, you need to... You need to explore the content. Okay, 14, we have to play the story before we can get it. That's enough. And, <laughs> and then I also hear, but you're you're missing out on all of the work the developers put in. What do you think I'm doing when I'm flying? All I'm doing is looking down thinking, God, this game is gorgeous. Well, yeah, but the way 14 does it is you're still getting to see all the work developers did because you're questing through. And guess what? When you're done questing through... You can fly. You've seen the yeah. place because questing Which through will take you work. through the whole place. Wow, does it? It's like it's like an old man who refuses to change his ways. Right, at this point. right. And so I, I've, I've always appreciated hope. fourteen. I've lost hope. I'm I'm playing Wow a lot right now, and I'm ready for the day that I'm going to have to spend four months grinding rep for places that I hate, and that'll probably be when I quit because that's always what makes me quit Wow yeah. because the it fly. is so. Yeah, it is, because having to grind rep is the worst thing I've ever done in any video game besides play Final Fantasy XIII. It's just terrible. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Get off it. That was too good not to do. But yeah, this was this patch. This patch just made things so much easier. I love being able to fly in those old zones, and it's just... It's brought new life back to them, too, because I, I found myself just doing some fates... For nothing, by the way. I did not need these fates. I synced down on my red mage and got nothing from them, but I was like, ooh, fate, I'll fly over and do it. So it's actually gotten me to do stuff back in the world that I wouldn't have done before. Now, I'm probably, you know, that's probably not the norm, but it was for me, so. <laughs> yeah, that's a little a little weird, but. <sighs> I was there. I was there and it was, it I could get there fast. Now, I don't Absolutely. have much of opinion on this next one, but I think that you might. So... Just a couple weeks. Man, they'd like to do these Final Fantasy patch releases right next to major releases. But anyway, August 11th was 5.3. August 27th, Crystal Chronicles Remastered released. Now, I did not pick this up. 
but I know you did. So what were your thoughts on August 27th? Okay, in four words, I can sum it up, and I can sum up my opinion of this game in four words, all right? Let's do it. I'm counting. It's a bad game. Oh. <laughs> oh. That was four words, though. Congratulations. It was. <laughs> I started thinking, wait, should I do it is a bad game? But then I <laughs> Yeah, there was, there was a pause, and I was like, yeah. he, he's, he doesn't know if that's four <laughs> words or not. No, I mean... Okay, here's the thing with Crystal Chronicles is that, you know, first impressions, I'm not one of those people that are like, oh, first impressions mean everything. If you don't catch me in 10 episodes or if you don't catch me in 30 minutes, this game is bad. If you gave a show 10 episodes, that's way more than a first impression. Yeah, but, you know, okay, well, maybe three episodes or something. I'm not one (laughs) of those people, okay? But, I mean, the first impression was so bad that I played for, like, 40 minutes and I literally was like, I absolutely just am not interested in this. So I stopped thinking. Now, did you okay, play it back on the GameCube? No, I didn't. Because you okay. need Game Boy adapters to play it. And yeah, I remember I not liking that. it very much back on the GameCube day, so I didn't pick it up. Now, what I've heard about the re-release is that, for the most part, they just made some very questionable decisions about how you could play. And, you know, I actually had my eye on it, and I was actually going to give it another chance until like a week or two before the release, they decided to say that they let us know that they weren't going to let us do couch co-op. And right there, I was like, I'm yeah. done. Like, I mean, that's why I wanted it. From what I gathered, it's not a very story-driven game, and it's a game that really relies on its gameplay. Yeah. And if your gameplay is co-op driven and you're not allowing couch co-op, you've shot yourself in the foot. Like, well, they also it. changed how it worked a little bit because, from my understanding, back on the on the GameCube, each different player had a different ability or something that they brought to the table, and a piece of the puzzle that the rest of the people couldn't see. And because of the way they had to do it for the ports, they kind of removed that. So I feel like they kind of just shot themselves in the foot by taking away the the thing that made this game interesting. Yeah, and I was playing a single player, obviously, but I just the com- the combat was weird. I am I'm the older I get, the more I hate silent protagonists like a lot. <laughs> I I just I'm done. I hate unless Poor it's Link. somebody like. Oh no, Link is a good example. Like it, Mario's fine because it's it's not a story driven game. It's Mario, so he can True. just make goofy. Well, noises. and he talks. But, I mean, he does have lines. Yeah, like you remember that old Mario commercial where he talks about um, doing drugs. No, <laughs> I don't. It's the Mar- okay, this is super off topic, but I've got to say it. So it's uh, it's the old Mario from the Super Mario <laughs> cartoon show. They had live action actor, and he comes on. And he, the last thing he says, and I'm not making this up, you can look it up, don't do drugs or you'll go to hell before you die. If I can find that, that will be in the show notes, <laughs> the link to you that have, video. You should just make that the theme of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> 20, 2020, you go to hell before you die. No. Oh man, but, that is the tagline of 2020. <laughs> it is, Whoa. it absolutely is. But man, I forgot my point. <laughs> You don't like silent protagonists. Oh, yeah. I hate them. And that game had a silent protagonist. And it's another reason I couldn't play through Dragon Quest Eleven is because they made a big mm. deal about how important your character was and how he's chosen and whatnot, but he doesn't say anything. 
And, you know, a game like... A game like Persona 5 does it really well because while he doesn't say anything technically, he does say a lot through having a lot of dialogue options. So he well, basically it's kind of like 14. He's, you never actually say anything, but you get to, yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. So I'm just like, Link, let him talk. Those games are so story-driven. It just takes away from it when you have a dude staring at all these things happening. And Final Fantasy yeah. Crystal Chronicles did that. On top of not even having an interesting story, on top of weird gameplay, I didn't want to play it for an hour. And then I read reviews, and it seemed like not a lot of people, other people did too. So I was Yeah, not it wasn't alone. very well received. Not, yeah, not so. one of the highlights. But the next one is a highlight, because we're moving on to September 16th. Final Fantasy 16 is announced. Now, we've already talked about Final Fantasy 16, and there's no real news to talk about. But I, I will say, next to Final Fantasy 7 launching, this is probably the biggest thing that happened this year. It was so unexpected. Like, very, very unexpected to me, actually. I thought they oh, really? would milk... I thought they'd milk the 7 remake stuff before they'd ever do another number installment. It just I thought it made the most sense. Yeah, it does, but I'm kind of glad they're letting them exist side oh, by side. Yeah, me too, though. Maybe not even side by side. Maybe the 7 Part 2 is going to get pushed back for 16, which is fine by me, because the idea of having a new Final Fantasy game is very awesome. Cause, you, know, you know what I would like? I what? would like uh, staggered releases. Give us 16 in 2021, 7 Part 2 in 2022. Like That way we have a new Final Fantasy game every year. Like, oh, I don't. Yeah. I don't really want Seven Remake Part Two to drop the same year as Sixteen because I want each of those to have enough time for me to dive in and play as much as I want before I feel like, oh God, I got a month until this game comes out. I'm not really done. You Gotta know, move I, I kind of yeah. want them. Yeah. I don't yeah. think we'll see anything released in 2021 for Sixteen. Well, <sighs> news obviously. You don't think but... Sixteen will come in 2021? No, I'm. I I'm make jokes about it never coming out, but I think we might get Sixteen in 2021. I'm going 2022. 2022. But, okay. Yeah. 16, everything we know so far is awesome. I'm, yeah. I'm on board. I'm on board 100%. I am too now. I, I've changed my tune since our first talk about it. So the, the website really helped. I don't know why. Just the artwork or something, getting into it, it helped me get past my reservations from the first trailer. Anyway, we have talked about that. So October 13th, which is a great day. Final Fantasy XIV patch 5.35 releases. So this was one of their mid-patches. This is when we got to continue with our... Uh, <laughs> you just you just got uh, that. Yes. The day <laughs> Wolfkins ignored his daughter's birthday to play Final <laughs> Fantasy XIV. <laughs> no. I waited till she went to bed. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> It was it was a good day all around though. Um, this one we got to continue with our relic weapon quests, so that was the big thing. And then the southern front, so there was a lot of stuff actually. And for a mid patch, they they kind of packed this thing full. I did play a little bit that day, but I want all of the listeners to know that I put my dad <laughs> duties first and foremost, and did not ignore the child in order to play this game. I don't that think she would have let you means, do that anyway. To be said, okay, <laughs> that just needs she, to be known. She would have went dad, 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 until you stopped. Yeah. I know that little booger. I know yeah, that little booger. Yeah. She <laughs> would not have let me do that. Now, this next date, I think, is probably the most vital and important thing that has ever happened to Final Fantasy. Period. Are you ready for this? The launch of the Highland Herald, October fourteenth. 
high when Harold launches their first episode. Wait, yeah. is it actually? Is that actually? <laughs> yes, that was actually. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. That we we launched. Stupid. We You're launched right, though. Our, absolutely. Yeah, of course. I mean, what what did the Final Fantasy fandom do before all of our very knowledgeable, in-depth breakdowns and analysis of the Final Fantasy franchise? I'll tell you what they did. They were they stagnated for thirty some years. <laughs> they, they waited on us. That's what they did. They waited. <laughs> that's that's it. But yeah, October fourteenth <laughs> was was our first was our first episode, and I think both of us were just goofing off. And actually, I feel like this is we we've been pretty consistent. I feel like we're uh, we're kind of getting the hang of it. I actually have equipment now. Like I said, I got a microphone, so it's definitely a lot of fun. We're like kind of legit. So this is legitness. We are totally legit. Anyway, <laughs> yes. While we're on the topic, though, I did have some things I was going to kind of share at the end, but I think this might be the time to do it. So, you know, we're looking back at 2020. I have the breakdown of the Highwind Herald analytics from 2020. I wanted to share with you and the listeners too, because I thought it might be interesting. So we have, and what what have we been doing this two almost three months? Mm-hmm. So you know we're not huge. I mean we are we are relatively new, but we're you know we're getting our names out there. We're we're seeing some downloads. Um, all so far we've had two hundred and forty seven downloads. I think that's okay. I mean I think that's nothing to sneeze at for some you know for just this to be a little hobby thing that we just started not too long ago. Absolutely, it's pretty good. But <laughs> this is the interesting thing I wanted to break down. Since we have started, we have been listened to in six different countries. Okay? Now, I'm going to list these countries from least to greatest. Are you ready for this? Oh, yeah. Least. We had one download from France. So somebody in France probably didn't like us. They listened to one episode and didn't come back. So, (laughs) oh, well. Um, (laughs) uh, Mexico is next, and they are tied with Bangladesh. Okay. Okay. Uh, Can they even understand us? Yeah, I mean, there's English speakers all over the world. What are you talking about? That's true. Uh, Moving up next is Japan. So we have had a couple downloads from Japan. Hey! That's that's the homeland (laughs) we're talking about. Let's go. Not not our homeland, (laughs) just Final Fantasy. I I wish it were my We are not Japanese. (laughs) I I don't know if you can tell from our accents or how we talk, but we are not Japanese. Is that the sign of truly becoming a wee when you say you wish you were Japanese? I don't know. I'm not really sure. In second place, the United States. Wait, whoa. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? Yep. How how is that... and in first place, with 48% of our total downloads, India. So remember uh, a couple episodes ago, you were thanking our Indian listeners? We continue to thank you because you have become our number one country for listening to the Highwind Herald podcast. That is awesome, dude. Yes. So thank <laughs> you for, expecting that. for all that support. I know. That's why I, that's why I uh, did that list like that. But yeah, so yeah, um, India and the United States kind of making up most of them. And, and India just barely nudged out the United States, but they did take over in the last week or so. <laughs> so, uh, again, thank you, you know, for all the people that are listening. Like I said, we haven't, like, exploded or blown up or anything like that, but we do appreciate the people that tune in week after week, and we do appreciate the people that have joined the Discord or engage with us on Twitter. And, you know, it's it's nice to just know that at least somebody out there is enjoying what we're doing, so. 
Absolutely. That's awesome. Really, big thank you. All right. So, <clears throat> next, November 6th. Uh, this, again, was another Final Fantasy trading card game release. So, remember I said that they had two. So, this was Opus 12 that came out. Um, so, this one, I'll just give you the breakdown like I did before. 54 common, 36 rare, 24 hero cards, 14 legend, and 150 premium cards. So, ooh, <clears throat> I was actually just looking at the cards, and one of them caught my attention because it was Beatrix from Final Fantasy IX. You probably would have liked that one. Oh, yeah. I think I saw that, actually. I don't have a lot more to say necessarily about this that we didn't say about the first launch, but uh, so this would be the most recent one. So however they do their, their rotation... Um, because, you know, a lot of these card games do rotations, so the older stuff falls off so that it's easier for new players to get back in. So if it was something you were looking into, Opus 12 would be where I would start. It just came out November 6th. Yep. All right, we're getting towards the end of the year here, but the, whew, December was a big month. So December 8th, Final Fantasy fourteen patch 5.4 released. I'm still playing through this one. You know, this was the new story content. This was the Eden's Promise raid. Um, this was... Uh, the I don't know if it's the end, but they do have another one of the weapon battles that I haven't unlocked yet. Oh, there's so much to do in 5-4. So this is kind of what I'm still playing through. It's what anybody listening to this that plays 14 is playing through right now as well. So, you know, I think we've already done our breakdown, so I'm not going to spend too much time on that. But Okay, December 10th, 15th, and the 19th. I'm lumping all of these kind of in together because this was like game awards season. So on December 10th, this is when Final Fantasy VII Remake picked up its two game awards. So that was for Soundtrack and Best RPG. But then, uh, you know, Final Fantasy XIV missed out on the Best Ongoing Game of the Game Awards, but it did pick yeah, up Best Ongoing Game. It did pick up Best Ongoing Game from IGM and PC Gamer Magazine, though. It's like, it got nominated last year, and you're honestly yeah. telling me that Fortnite gets nominated every year. But Final yeah. Fantasy fourteen cannot get nominated. And what the heck? Where was WoW? I mean, Shadowlands well, had just come out. Like I think that was the problem with Shadowlands, though. I think it had come out too soon. I think we'll see WoW pop up best ongoing next better. year. I mean, Shadowlands is the most best is the best selling PC game or fastest selling PC game of all time. Yeah, so, I just I don't like, know if it came out. When did that come out? November. Honestly, I don't remember. For I, the I whole just... <laughs> of twenty twenty, WoW was not the best ongoing game. I mean, you, you've no, even got to admit that. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. You're right. I mean, <laughs> 14 yeah. dominated it. I, I think that WoW will show up next year, but it didn't deserve yeah. it this year. But it definitely 14, did 14 absolutely should have been a part of. Yeah, well, it wasn't even nominated for a Game Award, was yeah. it? That's why I hate the Game Awards, dude. They're <sighs> bogus. They're, they're, yeah. they're full of it. But IGN and PC Gamer did vote. Did both give it best ongoing so it well, did good. it did at least get recognized in the community so good on them all right and the last date i have here is december 22nd sephiroth is officially released for smash ultimate yep that's my biggest point of the year <laughs> yeah i know he was available before but 20 seconds when he officially came out and even though i have a switch i have not yet picked up smash brothers but i did order my micro sd card today so that might be uh in my future Oh, that Sephiroth being in Smash is definitely the highlight of my year for Final Fantasy. <laughs> that that topped Final Fantasy VII Remake <laughs> and yeah, 16 it, being announced. Yeah, it did. Wow, I, okay. I, I mean, at first, I would say probably no. And then I played him, 
And then, yeah, it did. It is. It, he is probably one of the funnest characters in that game to play. So and he's worth picking up he's for in, sure. Oh yeah, and he's incredibly okay. good. Like, awesome. Everything about him is fantastic. I had so much fun playing him. I don't play online in Smash because I hate the online on Smash, which most people will say that. So I just play casually and for fun. Mm-hmm. And for what it's worth, he's insanely good. He's insanely fun. It's Sephiroth. Um, his victory screen is fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. It's the fire and walking into the fire. It's oh, the only, really? Yeah, it's the second um, victory screen in Ultimate to do something completely different with the background. Because uh, Joker mimics his victory screen from Persona 5. And now Sephiroth, it zooms in on... Um, it goes the winner is and it zooms in on him like in the scene from Final Fantasy 7 where he's standing in front of the fire it zooms in on him like that yeah. and it goes Sephiroth and it goes Sephiroth dun, 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 dun. he'll turn around and walk away <laughs> oh, okay so is, how much are individual characters on that game six dollars I think okay okay it's not too bad I mean it's almost worth it just to buy the fighters pass but I mean there's yeah. a lot of characters that have been announced that you probably don't care about in the slightest like do you know who Terry Bogart is? I've heard of him but I'm not super familiar with him. Yeah, so it's stuff like that. Like you're going to like Banjo and Sephiroth. Yeah. Now Other here's the question. Do they ever bundle <laughs> the older ones or do you still have to buy each character pass individually? Uh, ask that again. Do they ever bundle the older ones? Like, I know they've had more than one character pass. Do they ever have, like, a, hey, buy the first two character passes for 40 bucks? Probably not. Okay. I don't know, though, honestly. Because I just bought the character passes. They've been announced, so. Oh, gotcha. Okay, well. I know, no matter who it is, I love the game. I'm going to play them. True. Good point. All right, so that brings us to the end of the timeline I put together. Like I said, I'm sure there's a bunch of other stuff, but... What would you say, reflecting over 2021 as a Final Fantasy fan, what would you give the year on a scale of 1 to 10? 9.5. Okay. Because there truly okay. is never a 10. There's there's no such thing as perfect. True. But I think this might be the best year Final Fantasy maybe has ever had. There's just hmm. been it, it so... It a lot of stuff. And there's been so much content. We got one of the most anticipated games in the series, if not of all time this year, we mm-hmm. got Sephiroth announced for Smash. We've got a new game announcement in the middle of all of this insane stuff coming out. 14 had some of its biggest contents drop for one of its most successful expansions. I think this, I mean, from every output and avenue, the best podcast in the world launched this year. Of course. I mean, <laughs> it's been unanimous on this podcast, on this episode, unanimously yeah. voted as the best podcast. And you know, we're big Final Fantasy fans. But Final Fantasy what? in the really? past Oh yeah, may, maybe a little bit. I don't know. That was a little that was a little hasty. <laughs> um in the past ten years, Final Fantasy has not really broken out into the mainstream. Like we've loved it as a fan base, but it's very rarely broken through that barrier and brought people in. Fourteen did that. And this year seven remake did that. As well yeah. as fourteen kept doing that. And just adding on to everything, I think this is the best year Final Fantasy has ever had. Maybe outside of the launch of the series back on the NES, because wow. that started at all. But this, I, in my opinion, is probably the best year it's ever had. You know, and you know what? I think I'll agree with you on a 9.5. I think that's a great rating, because I think another thing you got to kind of give them credit for is all the stuff you just said. 7 Remake coming out, 14 being consistent with all of the just quality they put out. 
and 16 being announced and Highwind Herald c- coming out <laughs> all in the middle and in despite of the the global pandemic they still managed to do all this stuff i know the 14 team's been working like overdrive to get all this stuff out to us and yes, there's been some delays but it was all worth it. So you know what? I wow, we agreed on this. I was expecting you to be a little bit lower. Let's nine point five <laughs> no, is the official twenty twenty rating as Final Fantasy is concerned. What would you give twenty twenty without Final Fantasy being concerned? Oh God, I don't want to go there. Like um, two. And you know, <laughs> like a one. Like and you know the uh, games like Final Fantasy fourteen are so perfect for people during these times because we're not able to go outside and socialize so but when we're able to like because our worlds right now are super small we're stuck in our house we're stuck only talking to the people we that live in that house and for some of us there's nobody else in that house yeah so it's really good to be able to focus in on something transport yourself into another world where you don't have to social distance where you don't have to wear masks you should do both of those things but you don't have to do that in this world because it's just, it's a video game and you can talk yeah. to people, you can discord with people. Games like 14, Animal Crossing and WoW have been lifesavers for people Vital. I'm sure. Yes. I mean, it's it's helped me feel connected to the outside world just being able to, you know, talk to your free company and stuff like that. It's just it's so mm-hmm. refreshing. And I know I never have been a big person to get into communities in my in my life in the past and I, I, i'm an omnivert amivert i don't know how to say that like i i can be extroverted when i need to but i prefer to be introverted i don't like meeting people i like people getting introduced to me <laughs> yeah, yeah you freak out people, if you have to sit next to a stranger in the in the yeah, movie theater <laughs> i hate i hate meeting people but the global pandemic hit i played wild classic a lot i got into a guild and i became very good friends with so many people around the world yeah. and Stuff like that, 14 provided, and Square Enix made sure that you were not getting bored in that world if it was your cup of tea. And that alone, Square Enix killed it this year. Next year, the question, though, what do you think next year will be like? Well, that's a good question. We will definitely be getting some more Final Fantasy 16 news. Now, whether or not we get 16 or not, that's still up to see. But we'll be getting that, and I'm pretty sure we'll be getting at least a hint, if not an outright uh, expansion announcement for Final Fantasy XIV. We should also find out some more information about Seven Remake, although I don't anticipate it to launch. So while I think I think 2021 is going to be a really good Final Fantasy year, in terms of the content we get, I don't think it'll quite equal what we got this year. Unless 16 comes out. What do you think? Uh, I I don't think 16 will come out, honestly. But I no. think... I mean, 2021 is just going to be in the shadow of 2020 for Final Fantasy. Because there's no way they're going to be able to follow up everything they've done yeah. this year. Like, everything they've done this year is almost a dream. Like, it's it's a dream come true. Yeah, the 7 remake, so, it, it'll be hard to top that if you can't drop 7 remake 2. Yeah, or 16. If, if we, you don't release either of those games, you just can't top this year. Yeah, if we haven't gotten a 7 Remake Part 2 announcement by now, we're not getting it next year, I don't yeah, think. Well, yeah, announcement agreed. maybe, but a release, not next year. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I think it's going to be a little bit of a slow year. Again, I think 14 is going to continue to pump out 
quality content regularly. Now like we might has, get the expansion towards the end of the year though, so that would be cool. I mean, that I don't would know. Be really cool. But just that, just based on on timelines about how MMO expansions usually happen, that could be a release we get. But yeah, I don't think we're going to be getting three major releases next year. No way. No, no way. So I think outside of an expansion, we won't see any releases next year. Um and you know, it'll It'll be slower, but that's to be expected. I mean, yeah, this year is almost unrealistic. How? Yeah, you can't you can't have a Final Fantasy VII remake every year. It's no. just it's not. You can't expect the developers to even be able to put something like that out that fast. And you know, on this topic, Seven um, Remake is doing so good. And the question is, what do they do after Seven Remake? Because they kind of have the system set up now where the Final Fantasy space is split into kind of three things. You play fourteen. You look forward to the new number releases, and you've got remakes to look forward to in Final Fantasy VII. And Final Fantasy VII is definitely not going to last forever. So, what gets remade after that? Do they just stop remaking games like that, or do they go and make remake another one? What do you think? I'm not going to answer that question, because I think that would be a nice whole topic discussion. I think we could talk about that for an hour. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put that on my list of topics and we're going to revisit that in a couple of weeks. How's that sound? That sounds fine to me. Okay, because I have some thoughts on that, but we're going to go so far into that. We're, this is going to be a three-hour podcast if we do that. <laughs> so, oh, But yes, I absolutely. do have thoughts on that. And I'm not ignoring you. We will we'll put a pin in that and get back to it, I promise. Good deal. All right, so one just one more thing. Um, looking forward to 2021. I think that 2021 should also be a pretty good year for the Highwind Herald as a podcast. We're doing some things. Uh, we are going to have our first guest interview in February, so there'll be more details on that in a couple weeks. But it should be a good one. I've been going back and forth just getting that kind of organized on the book, so I think it'll be a good interview, and I think it'll be a fun little episode for everybody. And then other than that, we're just going to keep continuing to put out you know, the content that we do, and, you know, we ask, you know, if you have any feedback for us that you want to see anything we could do better, anything you want to see more of in 2021, let us know. Join our Discord, reach out to us on Twitter, email us at highwindherald at gmail.com. Let us know because I think at this point it looks like we're not going anywhere. We made it through the first two or three months. We're both having fun doing this, so I think we're going to keep doing it. I mean, that's my anticipation anyway. What about you? Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is this is so much fun. Absolutely All right. so much fun. I have one final question for you. Now, okay. I know that most people don't like to do these because they never come true, but your Final Fantasy New Year's resolution, what do you want to do in 2021 related to Final Fantasy? <laughs> oh, God. There's not much I haven't already done. Hint, hint. So... The answer is beat Final Fantasy VII Remake. No, I mean, that's going to happen, so I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Um, okay. I'm going to say this. I'm going to beat Final Fantasy 2, Final oh. Fantasy 8, and Final Fantasy 13 so that I can say that I've beaten every mainline number game except well, for Well, okay. That's a lot. You're going to do all that in one year? Oh, dude. Do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> I beat Persona 5 twice in two weeks. That game True. is 100 hours long. Yeah, <laughs> but you just committed it. to, you know, 8, which... Despite you not liking it, it's a solid game. But 13, you hate. So that's going to be forever. And then 2, I also know you don't like. So, I, man, that's a, that's ambitious. 
well, yeah, I hate myself, so I figured I may as well torture myself. <laughs> I mean, nice. eight is one of those games I kind of hate on for the for the meme at this point. I I'm fairly confident that my opinion of it will rise if I play it. Yeah, eight, um, eight I'm not worried about. It's making it through thirteen oh, and two that I'm worried about. <laughs> yeah, you may I may you may have to like, I'll stream them all. And you may have to like keep a therapist number on dial during the <laughs> stream so that you can say, "Hey, you need to check in this guy. Check on this yeah, guy." Yeah, okay. I think he might be just keep nine one one on dial because I might slip into a insanity or something. Nice. So I might need some help. <laughs> Two, I'm not that worried about it. it. May be bad, but it's short. <laughs> true. True. Yeah. My my New Year's resolution is to finally beat Final Fantasy Five. <laughs> um, oh, you're, you'll get that. Well. I, it's not that I'm not interested, but now that I have the Switch, I haven't played it in a while. And 14 keeps stealing me. So I, I, in 2021, I want to finish Final Fantasy V. Like, I want that game beaten. Um, You know, if, I, if we're being ambitious then, you know, since you did, you know, I also have the goal to make it through all of the main numbered ones, including the MMOs, though, but I already got 11 and 14. So, <sighs> so if we're being ambitious, I'm not going to take on three. But I will say I would like to make it through five and four. How's that? Hmm. Four. I'll I'll do four. Add another one on there because four is not that long. Yeah, but again, I I don't know. It's a whole year. So if I'm picking through, yeah, I know it's a whole year, but there's a lot of stuff going on. (laughs) Okay. My, My next ones were five, four, and six. Those were my three. What, Matt? Um. Yeah, the more I've, I've, I've been thinking about six a lot lately, and like I'm starting to think. Of, I used to think very highly of that game, and I it went down on my list because it's just you know I not that I thought any less of it. I just stopped thinking about it. And yeah, I started thinking it's about low it a lot on my more. List. Just I started think yeah, I started thinking about it a lot more lately, and it's like that game truly is a masterpiece. Like a lot. Well, of people, I'll have to replay it. I got pretty far. I got towards the end, just never beat it. So I. I do plan on revisiting that. I don't want to commit to 2021, but you're pushing me for three, so that would be the third one. I'm gonna uh, make a statement that's gonna. I'm gonna be as objective as I can without an, an unobjective topic. You know, nine's my favorite, but when it comes to the public, I think seven is the magnum opus of Final Fantasy. When it comes to quality, I think six is the magnum opus of Final okay. Fantasy. So I'll check back to, after I've... Re- I mean, I haven't played it since high school. And I just yeah, remember not to. liking how many characters there were, but I will I will definitely nine, revisit that once I hit it again. Nine still do be the best, though. Oh, God. Anyway, with that, however, just like 2020, we're bringing this episode of High One Herald to a close. <sighs> Thank God. This yeah. episode sucked. No. This is just like 2020, right? <laughs> So real quick though, uh, before we before we bounce out, uh, where can we find you, Solos? So there's so many places to find me that in our Discord we've conveniently made a tab for all of my shenanigans. So you can find me on YouTube at Soloist, just Soloist. We're doing the LP of Final Fantasy III. It's coming to a close, and it's been a really fun ride. So if you haven't checked it out, go and check out at least a few episodes. I've I've made the episodes to where you can kind of find something you need help with easily. So go check those out. Um. Find me on Twitch. We're streaming three times a week right now. I used to, I was streaming daily when Shadowlands came out, but we're slowing down because, well, I want to work on YouTube more and I want to start getting into streaming different games than just WoW. So expect that. Uh, so that's Starcaller Soloist, and 
join my Discord. It's Starcaller Soloist Crew, the crew. So join the crew. Um, what else? Oh, and Twitter at Soloist underscore TV. And yes, there's a lot of different handles because just Soloist is taken everywhere by some other person who likes this name. So whoever you are, screw you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> do, do you know what's not taken everywhere? Wolfkins. And you can find me on Twitter at Wolfkins. <laughs> uh, you can also follow the show at Highwind Herald. Uh, and we, again, we ask, you know, if you like the show, if you enjoy what we're doing, give us a rating on iTunes or something like that. It really helps kind of, you know, build up the show when, when we have more ratings out there. Uh, we got five ratings right now, and I think our average is like a 4.7 or something. Most We got a couple five stars and a four or something like that. So and someone hopefully, was like, eh, it's okay. I'm yeah, gonna... there was the one person's like, <laughs> not quite good enough for this fifth star, you guys. <laughs> not quite. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, if you do like that, leave us a review, leave us a rating, because it really helps. And, you know, tell your friends. And, again, reach out, connect to the show. We're always looking for topic ideas. Uh, we're always looking to, I mean, it, if you're in the Final Fantasy community, we're starting to do guest interviews, like I said, in February. So we're looking to have people on the show, too. So just, you know, connect with the show however you want to or however you can. And hopefully 2021 will be a great year for not only Final Fantasy, but for the show, too. So only time will tell, I guess. Absolutely. <sighs> with that, though, do you have any final thoughts on 2020 or Final Fantasy or any of that stuff? You know, my closing thoughts with 2020 is that, yes, I understand that this has been a very, very, very bad year, but the best things that you can do with any bad situation is find the things that have been great about it, and one undeniably great thing about 2020 has been video games. Whether you're a Final Fantasy fan, maybe you're a PS4 fan, you played Ghost of Tsushima, maybe you love Animal Crossing, who cares? You've had a great year for video games. And while things have been bad, these video game developers and content creators on YouTube have been there for us when they themselves are having a bad time. So just make sure you are grateful to video game developers. Even if they make decisions that you don't like, like video game companies, be grateful for all they've done for you during this time. Because my highlight of this year was being able, because I live alone and it sucks, I get it. But my highlight of this year has been talking to people on Discord and playing games. And this has been one of the best years for gaming in a long time. So let's let's just close out this year thinking that instead of let's think about that instead of how awful things have been, which they have. Don't ignore it because you don't want to ignore how bad things are. But let's be grateful for what we have. Wow, I can't top that. So that's how we're ending <laughs> the episode. That was well said. Um, so you know what? By the time this drops, it will be a new year. So this will Which drop on the first, so it will be 2021. So we just hope that your 2021 is is bright and that you can take Soloist's very deep, unexpectedly meaningful words <laughs> to heart. It happens. it happens sometimes. I'll probably have to go take a nap now. That's too much thinking <laughs> for one day. You've used all your spell slots for the day. I have. All my, I'm low on MP. <laughs> well, with that, though, again, thank you for listening. Thank you for an awesome 2020 an awesome start to this podcast we hope you keep listening we hope you enjoy it we'll see you next week peace out